0: Welcome to episode 79 of the Patriot Review. I'm glad to have you here. If you're on Facebook, I don't normally live stream to Facebook, but I am today. We'll see how long that lasts, given the topic. I also want to encourage you to leave Facebook and make sure you have accounts on CloudHub and Rumble. You can follow the Patriot Review there. And, uh, of course, we do post links on our other social media sites, Getter and uh, Truth and so on. So you can uh, find us there. Um, this topic today is one that you're, you're in for a load of truth that, um, if you've watched the show before, you know, in episodes 50 and 57, I put some very good information up. Um, we had... Uh, Nina May and Kara Castronova as guests on those shows. So we saw a lot of information about J6 there. So if you haven't seen those, I'd recommend that you go back and look at those again, episodes 50 and 57, and check that out. So if today's show doesn't move you, um, I don't think you have a pulse. The view of the January Sixers has been skewed. Uh, deliberately and viciously by the mainstream media and the left, and you are in for the truth today. Now, when I really uh, took a a look at this, and before I interviewed Jake Lang, who is, as we speak today, sitting in prison, and uh, his rights, his constitutional rights have been violated. He's not been uh, given a speedy trial, if you will. Um, The The effort of the left to make these people cop a plea deal so that they can use the narrative against them uh, or they face severe consequences for basically speaking their mind. Many of the people who were arrested, you may or may not know, were not even inside the Capitol. They call it an insurrection, but uh, you're going to see that the real insurrection was not January 6th. I was looking for a way to really give those of you a, that haven't really spent a lot of time on this topic a good foundation. So I have the episodes that I mentioned. Uh, you can look at those. But I thought, after thinking about it for quite a while, that probably the best resource was the documentary that uh, you know focuses on Jake and is part of the j6truth.org website. So if you've already seen that and this isn't live and you're watching this from a posted video version you can you can skip ahead if you've already seen this documentary it's a little over 45 minutes long but i highly recommend that even if you have that you watch it again because it really gets you um in a place where you need to be to to understand and and to really look at what the interview after this documentary really means and um What a really difficult situation that we're facing for the first time in American history. To my knowledge, we have such uh, infiltration of our major, uh, of our governmental institutions, our educational institutions, basically all facets of our life, life. social media as well, of course, the media itself. Um, We face a threat today that I believe is far worse than uh what was faced in World War 2 because it's it's so uh, embedded on the inside of our country so one last thing before we get started these are people that you know traditionally the United States would look at them as patriots as good Americans as people who believe in our country and now you know they are they are being in my opinion they are being persecuted as political prisoners And you're going to see a lot of information, and you can make up your own mind on that. Uh, And this stuff, this is stuff that continues to be in the news. And, and, you know, we still have 14,000 hours of videotape that has not been shared with the public, even though we own it. And AOC, for example, came out with comments uh, this week saying, you know, the the, the, uh, J6ers... um, the violent people in the Capitol uh, are Trump plants. They're Trump followers. Um, and I guess my question to AOC would be, really, uh, if the Trump followers were the ones in there doing the damage, um, they would not be in prison. They, if this was a big conspiracy, he certainly would have let them out of prison, and that part of it wouldn't happen. I do agree with, though, that people who did damage to the Capitol and those people who broke broke the law, um, they should be brought to justice. And I agree with that, but I don't think bringing anybody to justice is holding them for you know, well over a year. And uh, you're going to hear these terrible conditions that, that uh, Jake and others are forced to endure. It's absolutely inexcusable and un-American. Um, we also have, I want to show you this real quick. Um, in the news this week, we have Secret Service deleted January 6th text messages. This is from the Inspector General. So what they're saying is they're covering their tracks. There's no reason not to hold on to these messages, especially when you know the there's an ongoing investigation and we've all seen and heard about the circus hearings that we know are, are lies and are false. Uh, so that is something that... Um, We have to fight the narrative, and of course, the one thing I want to emphasize is that those of us on the right, we are not violent. We are not the violent ones. We know that the FBI had uh, plants there. We know that uh, they had people to try to stir up trouble, and we know that those individuals have not been brought to justice, and those individuals are actually being protected. We also know, if you have not seen back in my episodes 50 or 57, we know that a group of buses arrived with Antifa and or BLM members who um, who were really the ones to commit the violent acts. And we also know, and you will see in this video today, in this episode today, you will see the direct evidence of the cold blood murder of Ashley Babbitt. Um, there is no question about it. You're going to see that. I'm going to do the documentary first, again, even though you may have seen it, because it is the best video that has been put together, in my opinion, of uh, a concise and definitive uh, showing of what really happened on January 6th. And after that, then, stick around. You're not going to want to miss my interview with Jake. He is an inspiration, even though he is going through absolute hell. Uh, He is a man that... I admire and I look up to, and I think that you will, too. His interview is uh, is really something that is amazing, awe-inspiring, and moving, and I hope that you find that as well. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to start the documentary, and then we'll take a short commercial break after that, and we'll go into the interview with Jake.
1: We have... Hundreds of thousands of people here and I just want them to be recognized by the fake news media. Turn your cameras, please, and show what's really happening out here because these people are not going to take it any longer. They're not going to take it any longer.
2: The FBI has arrested hundreds of people in connection with the January
3: 6th insurrection.
1: But I think right here we're gonna walk down to the Capitol. And we're gonna cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women.
4: Jacob Lane is an American hero. He saved two lives on January 6th. Both of those men have signed sworn out to David saying that the only reason why they're alive is because Jacob pulled them out of a pile of being crushed and suffocated to death. Jacob Lane is still sitting in jail right now. Used to be in America, if you saved a man's life for a woman's life, you were considered to be a hero. But Jacob Lane did it on January 6 two lives, and he's still incarcerated, so we need to tell that story.
3: America, you deserve the truth. You
5: deserve the full story. You deserve to view the historic event of January 6th beyond the censored lens of mainstream media. Hello. I'm Jake Lang, a 27-year-old political prisoner that has been locked up in solitary confinement for over 17 months. The footage you are about to witness has never before been seen by the public. It is the raw and uncut truth of January 6th, the day when free men and women stood unarmed against tyranny and were brutalized, beaten, and even murdered on the steps of our own capital. The patriotic event of the century where brave Americans came together to defend the constitution and free and fair elections.
6: So how did this uh, peaceful protest end up becoming violent?
7: There was a peaceful protest at the Ellipse. It was one of of, of many uh, peaceful protests that had taken place across the country. Um, There was a call to to continue the protest that day, to go down and walk down to the Capitol peacefully. Um, What happened on the way over is that that peaceful walk was hijacked uh, by all different types of groups of people with nefarious intent.
6: Police are squabbling with protesters. Oh, there we go.
8: Just reached the Capitol again. The police who are in charge of securing the perimeter move aside the barricades and let the protesters or rioters or insurrections, whatever you're gonna call them, a lot of people still in prison, let them in the building. How
1: about the one guy? Go in, go in, get in there, everybody. Get in there, go, go, go. Nothing
7: happens to him. What happened with him? People were, were funneled. Into areas of the capital that were either undermanned or that had defenses had been taken down, barricades had been moved by people like Ray Epps and a, and a bunch of other nefarious actors
8: that day. There's a man called Ray Epps who was a longtime conservative activist. He was captured on camera at least three times, possibly more, encouraging people on January 6th and the day before, January 6th Eve, January 5th. Encouraging protesters to storm the Capitol.
3: Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol! Into the Capitol.
8: Is this guy going to be charged? Where is he? He was on the FBI most wanted list. Now he's not.
1: Exactly how many of those present at the Capitol complex on January 6th were FBI confidential informants, agents or otherwise working directly or indirectly with an agency of the United States government? We already voted, and what have they done? Let's take it. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, we're in. We're
8: in. come on. We got to fill up the are fill up the some the wall. Get those There was the largest manhunt in American history conducted after this day, January 6. We're still talking about it as noted a year later. And yet this guy is not only unidentified, no being in authority seems interested in the slightest in finding out who he is.
9: Any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no?
2: Sir, I can't I can't answer that.
9: Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th?
2: I can't answer that, sir.
9: Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January
2: 6th? 6th. Sir, I can't answer that. Allegedly, the story goes that a man dropped off pipe bombs at the DNC and the RNC. Um, Our FBI has showed us a couple of stills of those individuals, and there has been nobody telling us anything beyond it. I live in D.C. There's camera on every corner, Yep. Uh, the Capitol building, the White House, the most secure buildings possibly in the world. We're seeing Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan start to show that the FBI had some, some involvement um, in January 6th. We're urging supporters to go toward the Capitol building. What is your assessment as you're watching more and more of this information come out?
1: Well, I have been watching and I've been watching it very closely and a lot of people are being treated very unfairly. This should never happen in our country or any country, what happened to them. Uh, especially when you look at the way the so-called other side is treated. But this pipe bomber or bomber, who knows if it was a pipe, who knows what it was? Uh, They never found him. I've seen pictures of him and very clear pictures. And you know that they do have cameras, not just a camera. They have many cameras on every corner. And I would imagine they probably know who he was. And I guarantee he wasn't one of the people that were at that protest for... The right reason was a protest. You know, the insurrection was November 3rd, the election day. This was a protest about a rigged election. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics all of us here today do not want to see our election victory stolen by emboldened radical left democrats which is what they're doing and stolen by the fake news media that's what they've done and what they're doing we will never give up we will never concede it doesn't happen you don't concede when there's theft involved.
2: Who was capable of actually opening this locked door from above, which seems like it was a magnetic lock system and the door could be opened from a distance? That's the mystery. Who opened this door? Um, who, Who had knowledge of how to open this door so that this gentleman could let people in? And the gentleman who actually was walking to the door and he signaled up and asked the person to open the door, he has not been arrested yet and he is not on an FBI wanted list.
10: broke through the police line and people are going in. The doors are open!
2: As a result, the truth about Roseanne Boylan if people knew her story would change everything about what people thought they knew about January 6th. Most of the violent footage that people have seen with actual protesters being violent or combative with police was around the West Capitol entrance where Roseanne Boylan was killed.
6: Uh, They knew that people were getting crushed because while we're at the bottom of this pile, we're yelling as loud as we can, we're dying, we're dying, help, help.
5: What you're currently witnessing is Capitol Police officers disobeying their oath to defend the Constitution and to protect human life. We have a scene right now unfolding on the West harris Tunnel entrance that people died in. It was an absolutely horrific, grotesque scene of police brutality, unrivaled in American history. We have thousands of people who witnessed Roseanne Boylan's death. Thirty-four-year-old woman from Georgia. She died in the hands of Capitol Police. They pummeled her over onto the ground. They caused a stampede in which she got ran over. They pepper sprayed her while she was down. They put noxious tear gas in the atmosphere. She couldn't breathe, but she ended up dying in my arms. May God rest her soul.
0: The real fights that the
6: news talks about in the media, where they drag the police officer down and they're beating the police officer and all that, they say the things about the police they shouldn't be saying, that was after they
0: killed Roseanne Boyle. That was after they almost killed me. That was after they gassed an entire crowd.
5: other people there that day, as you'll see in this footage right now, like Philip Anderson. He's a young black man from Texas who's a brave patriot who's come forward recently and signed an affidavit, court-sworn affidavit, saying that if it wasn't for me, that he would be dead that day by the hands of the Capitol Police. This is just another story of the countless stories that are horrific from January 6th of people being shot with tear gas canisters, hit with rubber bullets, tumbled over the head with steel batons. There was a concerted effort by the Capitol Police today, that day, to absolutely punish the American people and hurt them and not to defend human life and not to usher them into the building and take selfies like we've seen it in some different parts. On the West Terrace Tunnel entrance, they were there to hurt people.
6: They weren't fighting back, getting crushed.
5: What they did was they pushed more and more
6: people on top of us. They were beating and beating and beating. Everything they said about Roseanne Boylan from the very beginning is a lie. They straight up killed her. It was murder. And I was holding her hand as she died, all right? And everything she
0: felt, I felt as well, because I was right there next to her at the bottom of the pile, holding her hand.
5: There's nothing more devastating than watching men and women unarmed be killed by our own police officers in this country.
2: Roseanne Boylan was seen being beaten by a policewoman while she was laying there seemingly unconscious
0: Here's how you know the
6: Capitol Police are evil. When Roseanne Boylan is lying there on the ground, dying, motionless, not moving at all, a Capitol Police officer beats her over the head with a baton. And now the Capitol Police Department has ruled that that was objectively reasonable. I think they said objectively, I mean they said so Yeah, they ruled that that was reasonable. I'm like, hold on, how's it reasonable to beat a dying woman over the head with a baton?
2: So Lila Morris walks free and Roseanne Boylan is no longer with us. I always said to myself since day one, uh, before I knew about Roseanne Boylan, what would make Trump supporters who are normally back the blue, former military guys attack police officers or seemingly be very hostile towards police officers and it wasn't until months later that I discovered the story of Roseanne Boylan and the fact that we're actually watching a woman being brutalized by a police officer and being crushed by a crowd and when they tried to pull her out of the crowd they were being tear gassed by police so police was preventing actual Trump supporters from rescuing multiple people that were at the bottom of a pile. That is the real story, and if people knew that that there was a chance that police possibly killed another protester, not Ashley Babbitt, but Roseanne Boylan, and that the reason that these Trump supporters were violent or were acting hostile towards the cops uh, was because they were trying to save people's lives, then that changes the whole narrative.
9: It It was like
6: something you'd see out of a movie, like in a war scene. And it was, it was a really terrifying experience. If it wasn't for Jake Lang, I definitely did. would be dead. Yes, she, she collapsed
3: underneath. a reason. For a minute, she was underneath, not breathing. What happened, sir? So uh,
10: a lady died in front of me. I picked her dog. and
3: carried her the steps. She fainted, in, and she was crushed by oh. six people. Out here? No, in the window! Did they breathe? Did, they, did she go inside? She was purple by the time they got
0: her.
5: She was murdered by the hands of the Capitol Police, and this was witnessed by thousands of Americans on the steps of our own capital. You know, I've watched Roseanne Boylan, the life leave her body, and it haunts me to this day. Every night that I'm in solitary confinement, I see her, I pray for her, I pray for her family, and her memory will never be forgotten. Her sacrifice for this country will never be
3: forgotten.
2: There are approximately 15 men who are incarcerated to this day in DC Gitmo or one of the other jails that are holding January 6th defendants, and I'd say at least half of those were nonviolent. They didn't even attack police. Some of them threw objects at police or were hostile towards police and are being charged with attacking police officers. But 15 people currently sit in solitary confinement since January 6th who witnessed what happened to Roseanne Boyland, who all say they were trying to help her and others and save their lives that were underneath the pile of protesters that were on top of Roseanne Boyland, but were getting tear gassed and hit by police, anyone that tried to save these people's lives.
7: They were undermanned, despite multiple calls from President Trump and from other people in the administration to man the Capitol and to defend it better. They were undermanned, uh, it feels like, intentionally to provoke a conflict. A conflict um, happened that day, and as a result, you have this massive dragnet where everybody who had the courage to go to D.C. that day and object to the election results is now a target of the Department of Justice.
4: then they attacked him.
2: Ashley Babbitt was a protester that was shot and killed by Capitol Police Officer Michael Byrd. And in the video, it's very clear that Babbitt was carrying no arms and she posed no threat as she climbed through a window. Yet this officer chose to shoot her point blank. In most jurisdictions, the use of deadly force is justified only under conditions of extreme necessity as a last resort when all lesser means have failed. Deadly force was not necessary to deal with Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed veteran and woman who posed no imminent threat. You can see this creepy hand with a gun in it to the side pointing at the door, almost laying in wait for someone to shoot. Ashley Babbitt's death was unnecessary and Officer Byrd should be held accountable. But the Capitol Police found Byrd's actions were, quote, lawful and within department policy. So, decorated Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt is dead and Officer Byrd is called a hero. That is the upside-down America that we live in today. You have the fake news right after the insurrection uh, reporting within days that one woman was shot by police, but it was her fault. Another woman had a drug overdose, and two other guys had cardiac arrest because uh, it didn't explain why. Um, fast forward a year and a half till now, and so much more information has come out on those people's doubts, and that's documented. Video, um, Freedom of Information Acts that were that were filed that got more information out, and the news has, the mainstream media, has not yet gone back to retract what they said originally.
10: So, we got someone on the ground right now, passed out, getting CPR done. They can't get anybody in here, and the cops are throwing flashbangs into the crowd. They're trying to save this guy's life right now.
2: It wasn't like they were flashbanging banging these guys that were walking in, or even like up right on the perimeter. These are two guys that were pretty far from the capital, that just happened to be in the path from a flashbang. I was wrong. I thought that guy
10: was causing problems, but he's not. Um, I think that man
3: probably
10: died at the same time.
2: So, no one ever talks about in the mainstream media, these two guys, and how they really died. If you Google their names for the rest of time, unless it's changed and we get the narrative changed, it'll just say that they had cardiac arrests at a Trump rally. The mainstream media actually started a rumor that, well, that one of them tased himself to death.
0: The cop grabs him and throws him back. See? You hey, watch tries to reach in and pull him out. The cop grabs him and throws him back into that corner. Nope, you stay right there. We want you where we can beat you. And then what happens from there, as you can imagine, he gets thrown back into the corner and they proceed to beat him. You see one guy in the yellow right there who's reaching over and beating him with the stick. The other riot cops at the left are reaching over and beating him to the stick. Now he's cowering in the corner down on the ground, covering up trying to reduce the blunt force trauma. that's rage
6: the officer with the white shirt at the foreground the, the bottom right he's got this baton and he just keeps hitting over and over and over again Joseph, I'm I'm seeing this this officer in the white with the baton uh, hitting uh, dozens of times. I don't know if he's trying to target one person, uh, but it looks like he's trying to inflict damage on someone.
7: That that is correct. He is without question inflicting damage on Victoria White. Look, she's getting mace right now. She's asking him to stop. she is uh, bleeding right there. You can see it on, on, on the white uh, piece of uh, clothing behind it. There's blood all over it. Um, she is obviously in distress. She is obviously defenseless, to the point of death. Look at that. This, look, look at that. This is a grown man. That is a collapsible abs- asp ass right there. That that device is supposed to be used as per DC police protocol. You see her face right there. She's struggling. to break windows in emergencies. And it's supposed to be used below the shoulders uh, for self defense um, or to disable somebody with a weapon. And it's only supposed to be used above the shoulder. There he goes punching her face. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, that, that, that that's an animal.
2: There is also video documentation of Jake Lane trying to save the life of Roseanne Boylan. But because he was preoccupied with Philip Anderson, um, a bunch of other people pulled Roseanne Boylan out. And there's video footage that I'm still trying to obtain that I know exists to this day of Roseanne being worked on by Trump supporters. It's very emotional footage. Desperately trying to revive her, doing CPR on her, trying to um, give her resuscitation where when the cops whose job it was just stood by watching, tear gassing them and beating them. So there's footage that exists that people have not seen. And when they see when they see this footage, it's going to really help change the narrative.
10: A bunch of President Trump's supporters are still rotting in jail cells. Still being denied bail. Not brought to trial yet. Denied their basic rights as American citizens. Abused, tortured, denied their basic rights as human beings. And don't be surprised if these psychopaths who run D.C. try keeping some of these patriots locked up for all four years of this fake installed Biden regime, the Obama administration. And they'll do it just for the sick thrill of it. Jake Lang, who we spoke to not long ago is one of those political prisoners being held in the D.C. gulag. He was arrested almost immediately after January 6, So he's already been rotting in there for a whole year now. And these worthless courts have repeatedly refused to let him out on bail while his trial is pending. Keep in mind that right now in D.C. more than 90% of criminals are let out with no bail whatsoever. They're just let back onto the streets. In D.C., more than 90% of criminals are let out with no bail whatsoever. They're just let back onto the streets, where, of course, a lot of them continue committing crimes because, hey, why not? In New York and in San Francisco and in Philadelphia, mentally ill vagrants are left totally unchecked until finally they just kill somebody. And keep in mind that last summer, thousands of Antifa and Black Lives Matter domestic terrorist goons assaulted police, targeted them for assassination. Threw Molotovs at government buildings, lit fire to occupied police precincts, burned down churches, destroyed staple corner stores, raped people, assaulted people. Caused $12 billion in damage over the summer of 2020 in just a three-month period in the name of a career criminal home-invading thug. And certainly, many of them got arrested, but almost all of them were released immediately without bail.
7: Was January 6th different from other protests
9: around the country that had occurred previously that spring and that summer, and if so, how? Following the death of George Floyd, there were, from what I have calculated, 537 different protests or riots where property damage was done and or other crimes were committed of those 535 plus riots that happened in a 10 week span so there was approximately 50 or more of them happening throughout our country on a weekly basis with that with over billions of dollars in property damage being done this is one day one afternoon where there are A handful of officers as opposed to over 2,000 officers alleged to have been injured. And on this one day, there is about a million dollars in property damage as as compared to over $2 billion. So as far as a breakdown, this is one afternoon, one day, that ultimately was not what it was intended to be, that spun completely out of control.
10: We begin tonight with a nation already on edge in the coronavirus pandemic as protests turn violent across America.
8: During 2020, there was up to 2 billion in damage due to the riots that swept the nation.
9: That ain't a riot, what we're seeing right now in Minneapolis.
6: a protest, uh, it is not, uh, it is not, generally speaking, question We must ask ourselves, what
3: is the hidden agenda between the difference of treatment from the January 6 political
8: prisoners to the Black Lives Matter and Antifa riot? principled anti-fascist. I
10: argue to you, Tony, all punches are not equal morally. It says it right in the name, Antifa, anti-fascism, which is what they were there Um, fighting. Listen, there's, you know, no organization is perfect, there's some violence.
2: Any reasonable person would say, we shouldn't be destroying other people's property, but these are not reasonable times.
10: Thank goodness for the looters, man. And Please, show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful i don't care about much of that much about statues throwing it into the harbor people do what they do you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations that have been burning in kenosha wisconsin do not get it twisted and think that oh this is some something that has not never happened before and this is so terrible and where are we and these savages and all of that this is how this country was started.
3: people get mad
10: most of the major movements in american history have started at the grassroots level and at some point have turned into direct conflict with American government. So, remember your history before you judge your president. And if you see anybody from that
3: cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, in a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. Why have
5: I've been held for 17 months with no bail. Well, the kid gloves have been handed off to Black Lives Matter and Antifa protesters for firebombing buildings and assaulting police officers with no regard for human life. There's an obvious bias against conservatives in America.
1: They tried to burn down Washington. We're talking federal buildings. They were terrible. Every Democrat city was on fire and nobody says anything about it. Antifa and BLM were causing such problems, including death. You have to have equal justice. It's very, very unfair what's happened to this group of people. No one can tell me that if had been a group of Black Lives Matter protesting yesterday, there wouldn't have been. They wouldn't have been treated very, very differently than the mob of thugs that stormed the Capitol. We all all know that's true and it is unacceptable, totally unacceptable. I would absolutely give them
8: a pardon the, the if the things are out don't of, work out fairly. Punishments are out of proportion
1: to the crime. Out of proportion, like 20 times out of proportion. These people are being persecuted, and the other ones, when they, they caught people, who killed people, they wanna give them the minimum sentence. They, they're out there fighting for a minimum sentence. No, it's a very unfair situation. Black Lives Matter, uh, Antifa, and others these radical left people, when I mean, you have the vice president trying to bail everybody out of jail, but they weren't in jail very long. It was pretty easy to do. Yeah. And getting the bail was very easy. These people are in jail in a horrible, disgusting, dirty jail so bad that the court system, which is very left, is angry that people have to live like this. And some of these people are not guilty. Many of these people are not guilty. What they've done to, to these, and in many cases, patriots, the soldiers, the policemen, what they've done to them compared to what they've done to the other side. You know, you have to have equal justice, and this is an equal. Do you think that uh, your client, Edward
9: Jacob Lang of Narrowsburg, New York, is a political prisoner? I think that under these circumstances, under these charges, the only reasonable conclusion that anyone can draw from the arrest to being transferred in the middle of the night without notice, not being able to see his family, having to filter and drink water through a sock in a hole where he has no human contact or sunlight for months at a time, uh, being denied access to his attorneys, having a beard that is so thick that has not been shaven in six months without being denied a haircut. The only reasonable conclusion that you can come to on these facts is, yes, these men and Edward Jacob Lang are being treated as political prisoners. And as a result of that, he has spent the
7: last several months since uh, late January
9: in the D.C. jail, where he still is currently. That is correct. Under harsh conditions.
6: But Now we're harassed on a daily basis here. They said prison guards into watch our units that are particularly aligned with liberal causes like Black Lives Matter oh. and they target us and, they, and what they do is they try to psychologically you know just afflict us in any way possible they change the rules on us all the time they wake us up in the early morning hours on September 18th when uh, they had that rally pro January 6th rally for us, Washington, D.C. They woke us up in the morning hours and they told us to grab our mattresses and they marched us through the jail. They didn't tell us where we're going, how long we're gonna be there, why we're being moved. And this is psychological warfare tactics to try to break down people's resolve and to keep them constantly in a manipulated state. It's horrendous the way we've been treated.
2: So, um, Jake, uh, no doubt you're gonna probably face some repercussions for even doing this interview with us today. Are you a little worried about that?
6: Um, I'm, you know, fear does not live in the hearts of patriots. And, you know, it's time for the American people to band together and to stand behind the Constitution and to really support the January 6ers because we were the, the front line. This
2: car is being terminated by the facility. Uh-oh. Yep. All right. Interesting. <laughs> Someone didn't like
8: that conversation.
10: Jake Lang, who appeared here on this program recently, is different. Jake Lang is trapped in the D.C. Gulag. Jake Lang is put in two weeks of solitary confinement every time he meets with his lawyers in the name of stopping COVID because he remains unvaccinated. While this country lets criminals rampage with impunity, Jake is threatened with years or even decades of prison. You know why?
9: Absolutely nothing normal every single aspect of this is unusual and the treatment that these men have endured is needs to stop and it is wholly unconstitutional and completely unreasonable in every sense of the word
4: my fellow americans the documentary that you just witnessed attempts to go back and show you what happened both before up to during and after the j6 political protests in our nation's capital. If you have no justice for one, you have justice for none. And that is exactly what's happening in our country. So I ask you, I plead with you to go to our website, j6truth.org. Find out the truth about J6. We We will continue to keep on posting. We will continue to keep on getting the truth out. We will continue to keep on exposing the DOJ, the FBI, the Biden administration. For all the cover-up and the corruption and the fraud that they are committing on a daily basis concerning what happened on J6, please donate generously. They need your help, both in prison, their families need your help back home, and they need your help to find good counsel to fight back against this corrupt government that we have today. I thank you for your time and your concern, and, and I would like to read a letter I just received today from my son, Jacob Lang. Hello, Fajr, Another glorious day to be alive. What was it that famous president said? We have nothing to complain about except for the source of complaining itself. Staying grateful and praising God, even in these valleys and hard days, makes all the difference in the world. He desires our love and worship even when the odds are stacked against us. And the whole world feels life is crashing down. Especially then. Spending twenty plus hours a day in this bed in this small cell, I try pacing and working out at least two hours a day and standing to worship, but it's cold as hell in here. So I tend to be under the blanket reading or listening to the gospel, music, or sermons on the radio. Some life, huh? Where I'm currently serving serving time for a sentence I didn't commit. It's like being in a desert where Christ staved off the devil and where angels ministered Christ. So this is my desert. I must cling to my faith and sustained by the word of God. Deliverance is possible by the blood of Christ. No, it is assured. I hope that America is ready for my declaration. It's about time someone showed up and climbed up the old apple tree or chop it down like Washington did. If God is with us, who can be against us? Miss you and love you, your son. All the best, America.
3: Now that you have been armed with the truth, The
5: truth shall set us free. Please share this video with as many people as you can text and email. Also, donate to The Gifts and Go, where 100% of proceeds go to advertising this documentary with TV and newspaper ads. We cannot let the brave patriots of January 6th sacrifice be in vain. We must fight for those who stood up to protect this great nation from the current unconstitutional regime. Joe Biden says, no amendment is absolute. This is rhetoric of a tyrant who has no respect for our republic or our God-given rights. I know the founding fathers and many incredible January 6th patriots who are willing to bet with our lives that he is wrong. We battle this spiritual warfare with the love of God and the faithful understanding that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we will never back down and we will never surrender to tyranny because fear does not live in the heart of a patriot. May God bless you and uplift you and give you liberty before death.
0: time I see that, I am just as moved as I was the first time. Uh, If you're honest with yourselves, you will see the plain and obvious misrepresentation, misinformation, as the left likes to say, that Americans and people around the world have been fed. The comments that Joe Biden made... Are absolutely inexcusable. The evidence speaks for itself and we know, we know what the truth is. I'm going to take a quick break and while I do that, why don't you think about the impact that this whole situation has had on our country. What things would be different if the election were fair? How interrelated is the COVID pandemic, the election, J6, and everything that we're seeing today, what is its purpose? But Mostly, think of the people who are suffering because of this event. People who were lost in their families, Jake and others who are being held. And um, after that, I, you don't want to go away. We'll be right back with the interview with Jake from, uh, from prison. We'll be right back. Hey, patriots, you can save up to 66%
1: Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride, not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner.
0: My very special guest today is Mr. Jake Lang, who, as many of you Patriots know, has been incarcerated illegally and as a political prisoner in the United States. And I never thought I would say that, Jake, but um, you are a true inspiration, and I want you to—I want you to know that there are many out here praying for you every day, and we are—we are not tiring. We are not going to back down on this issue. Until we have justice and freedom in the United States of America.
5: I appreciate that. Every single prayer um, for the last 18 months I've been in solitary confinement has been getting me through, you know, the long nights, isolation, um, you know, the maltreatment by the Department of Justice and by the prison that I'm at. I've been at eight different prisons, so at the many different prisons that they've shuffled me around to. And so your guys' prayers and American Patriots uh, support is Literally, like the difference between um, joy and uh,
0: destitution and, and sorrow in here, man. I appreciate that so much. Well, you're very welcome. And you know, as I said uh, before, I started recording here. Um, it, it is it's a thing that I never thought I'd see in this country. It's a thing that um, uh, Americans need to awaken to, and more and more of us are are waking up, Jake. And more and more of us are are coming back to to God to Christ. And if there's anything positive out of all of this, I think that would be it—the the reawakening, uh, it, which is exactly what I think our country needs. But uh, I don't I don't want to I don't want to uh, take your time. What I want to know is what are things looking like for you today? What what are the the, the most recent updates that you can share with us about your case?
5: Yeah, um, you know, I could definitely share so much. I mean, there's been so much that's been transpiring in the January 6th Patriots world. Um, but to touch on the part where you said the, reawaken, the reawakening of America through our foundation, coming back to God, our faith in Christ, um, you know, that is, uh, that is the light at the end of the tunnel through this I mean throughout all history we read in the Bible that you know God has um, subjected his people to um, you know withdrawal of his presence when they you know start to folly and start to um, worship false idols and so we're seeing that in America right now he's pulled his presence away from us um, we've turned our backs to him and so we see this you know this loss of Liberty this loss of um, dignity uh, the integrity of our country and so you know, he uses that with the with the enemy purpose for evil. God turns it to our good because the entire country sees that we can't survive. The uh, the very fabric of our nation is deteriorating before our very eyes because we don't have God at the forefront. Um, we don't have God in the classroom. We don't have Him in the courtroom. And um, you know, hopefully, throughout this tribulation that the entire country is experiencing right now, through this despotic regime, Joe Biden and the communists. Um, we truly seek repentance from our ways, and we come back to God, and we um, ask Christ to, you know, bound up all of our our wounds and heal us, because that's what He's done historically, and I think that's what He's doing in America right now. He's using this uh, this trial we're in to strengthen us and to turn our faces back towards Him and, and seek Him only.
0: Amen. And I, th- I think you're spot on in that. Not only in America, but I think worldwide we're seeing that in. You know, now with the food shortages and the farmers revolting and, you know, in, in uh, the Netherlands and what happened in Sri Lanka with, you know, them raiding the, the parliamentary uh, palace there, you know, we are seeing this. It is truly a worldwide plan. And I think that um, I think that, as we stated, people are waking up a lot more um How are, are you, uh, are you being treated any differently or, or um, has that situation deteriorated? So my treatment
5: throughout the last 18 months, uh, I get a year in D.C. gulag um, right underneath the nose, you know, in, in Washington, D.C. at um, Central Detention Facility and Central Treatment Facility in D.C. Our treatment there was abhorrent. Um, there's subjected to political bias by the guards. Um, they would wear, like, Camila Harris T-shirts and Black Lives Matter hats into work, and um, they will purposely be, like, ridiculously overbearing to us. Um, you know, I got pepper sprayed a whole entire can of pepper spray in my face by a guard uh, while I was holding my family photos in one hand and my Bible in the other. Um, he was telling me to pack up my stuff. I'm going down to the hole. Um, and that day, 12 hours early, I just got back from a three-month stint in the whole in real solitary confinement um 22 hours a day in my cell because i said a speech to my fellow patriots exhorting them to not take the ridiculous plea deals the government's offering to maintain our resolve to uh, dig deep into our our hearts and have god strengthen us and so they uh they moved me down to the whole pending investigation of no disciplinary charges no um any right to a uh, court proceeding like in jail you have little court proceedings if they charge you with a Um, an infraction, none of that. And then the day I got back they vantaged a whole can of pepper spray on me, put me back in the hole for a month. Uh, For the first two weeks I was down there that day, this was in um, probably around July of last year, and uh, they kept me down there half naked just with a t-shirt and a pair of pants for for two weeks about. I went to court, a virtual proceeding, uh, shoeless with just shower shoes on, on, no underwear, no um, socks, And uh, just a, you know, t-shirt and a pair of pants um, that they gave me. And uh, I lived like that for two weeks. I mean, I have got punched in the gut for singing the national anthem by one of the guards drawn up against the wall. Um, This is all just in D.C. jail. That's not even to mention the the ridiculous treatment I'm getting as a political prisoner here in Alexandria. Um, Again, 22 hours a day, solitary confinement. Um, Lights stays on 24-7 in my room, sleep deprivation. No um, desk or chair to sit at in my room. I have to sit on the floor to eat my meals. Um, little like one and a half inch thick mattress on a on a concrete slab and a toilet. That's all that's in my room. Um, no religious services. Uh, no legal library access. One hour a week in the gym. Haven't seen the sun in a hundred days since I've been here. My skin is like translucent. I'm so white. My my uh. Lawyers, like, I mean, we just talked on the video call two days ago, and he was really worried about my health just because of how white I look, and I work out every day. I'm saying strong, but, yeah, you need sunlight. Humans need sunlight. And, uh, I mean, the mistreatment is all for one thing. It's to try to turn, you know, normal red-blooded American strong men into government lapdogs begging for a plea deal just to get out of this, um, you know, we're in duress here. This is psychological torture, this is psychological warfare, um, isolation, deprivation of all religious, social contacts. Um, it, it's, it's absolutely abhorrent, and it's a disgusting uh, testament to how the Joe Biden communist regime wants to treat all uh, patriots in America, and this is a sign, this is their, their uh, dog whistle, so to speak, to the rest of the American patriots, that if you stand up against tyranny, if you dare to speak out against uh, conservative censorship, uh, drag queen story hour, um, the critical race theory, uh, gun rights being taken away, if you dare to stand up and speak or protest or join together with a million Americans in our nation's capital um, for, pe- for peace and freedom, uh, we will throw you in a dungeon. We'll you we'll know smear you across all uh, platforms of our social media, mainstream media, and we will um, offer you a 108 month plea deal. That's my
0: plea deal. They want to put me in prison
5: for a decade for uh, standing up for my country. So that's the full story. That's the. I mean, it's a
3: mouthful, but that's
0: where I'm living, brother. Well, people, people need to know the story as to what you did that day at the Capitol, and uh, as your documentary states, you should be you should be uh, looked at as a hero, saving the lives of people at the Capitol and the other part of that is that there were two there were four people who lost their lives there uh, two two of which were just blatantly murdered and we know that out here the other thing I want to emphasize to all of you Patriots listening and watching out you all know how John McCain when he was in office uh, frequently his supporters would attack people for saying, for criticizing him because he was a prisoner of war veteran. He was considered a patriot. And even though his political decisions showed, he wasn't. But my point is this. Today in America, we have the Viet Cong within our own system, mistreating prisoners of war, prisoners of a political war. And for all of the thinking that people have done about POWs, for all the movies, for all the... Uh, for all the support that they've garnered because they were prisoners of war representing their country. There is no difference between those people who are not on our soil and January 6ers like Jake who are undergoing the same type of uh, psychological torture and, and physical torture uh, in our own country. How can that rest with any American? I want you all to think about that. I want you all to spread Jake's story. I want you to go to the website, J6Truth, and I want you to donate. Uh, We need need to address this. We need to make this a central issue, and we need to do it today. So, Jake, um, God bless you for everything that you've said and done and endured. Uh, Again, know that there are many people out here who... Know what the truth is, and who are enlightened, and understand what's really going on. And uh, we do pray for you every every day, literally. And I want you to to know that, and and hopefully that that helps. Um, what would you say to to those individuals who still haven't gotten it? What is the what is the thing that you want to point to to hopefully waken those who aren't awake yet?
5: prisoners of war, I personally believe that as well. All of my brave January 6th brothers and sisters as well, too, that have gone through the ringer of um, political persecution in this country. You know, 18 months now going on, on 19 of, um, you know, absolute uh, torture by our own government. And we, you know, we deserve to have our our story told. And so to see that full story, um, like you said, go to my website there, j6truth.org. Um, there's a 45-minute documentary on there that's gotten a million views on Rumble. It's the number one viewed video on Rumble ever. Um, we have a fundraiser that we're currently raising funds to buy advertisements, radio ads, newspaper. We're advertising in Epic Times, Washington Times, um, all kinds of radio stations across the country. Because you know, it's one thing to hear about this through the mainstream news media perspective. The January 6th plight and the January 6th story of the brave patriots who stood up unarmed against tyranny, against uh, coup d'état run by communists, uh, Joe Biden and his um, you know, regime. We stood up unarmed, a million strong, and four brave patriots who gave the ultimate sacrifice for their country. And so, I really exhort the people that are listening to go to j6truth.org, um, donate if you can, and then become a force multiplier. Become not just a hearer of the word, but a doer. Um, talk to people on your, your your business, your Instagram, your your Twitter. You know, spread the, the link. Um, ask people to watch it and then tell them what did you think about it. You know, and and can you share it with some of your friends? And you know, because this is right now we're in the court of public opinion. You know, um, these trials that are happening in D.C. They're they're wickedly and vastly biased against the January Sixers, and it's because. The mainstream news media, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Benny Thomas, and uh, the rest of their ilk have um, uh, have formed a wicked cabal with the mainstream news media and tarnished our good names as brave patriots, calling us insurrectionists, calling us racists, calling us domestic terrorists. And um, we need to fight back with an information war and spread the truth on our side. So j6truth.org is where you're going to get that truth. Um, you're gonna spread that truth, and we're gonna we're gonna conquer this um, this tyranny together. Um, it's a spiritual warfare we're in, and you know we need uh, we need all the information we can get to fight the, the demons that are currently besieging <laughs> America and our freedoms.
0: Yes, we do, and we also need to understand that all these things that are going on in our country they're they're all related, and they're they're all whether you're talking about COVID, the jab, uh, the mask requirements, the uh, the the purposeful destruction of our food plants, all these things are are related, aren't they? They're all they're all uh, aimed at one thing, which is one one world government and the downfall of the United States. Uh, do you believe that? God forbid. I,
5: I believe that with my whole heart and soul. Um, the Book of Revelation, you know, the body of 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 Satan himself is the one world government. You know, Christians, we, we're the body of Christ in the church but the physical body of Satan in this world, his spiritual body is the one-world government, is the tyrannical regimes that are popping up all over the world, um, forcing pastors out of their own churches, dragging them from their places of worship, um, demanding people are are getting injected with um, a vaccine that uh, is ruining people's lives, enlarged hearts, all kinds of wicked wicked things that are happening. I mean, um, in New York City, I'm a New Yorker and I've seen actual curfews and lockdowns happening and refusal for people to go inside restaurants and places that they work because they're being discriminated against from a uh, medical procedure. And I thought we had laws in the country to, you know, against those kinds of discriminations and I'm being discriminated against because of my political status, um, my political affiliations. And we're seeing discrimination um, across this country uh, kind of at the level of the civil rights uh, movement of, of 1960s, that um, conservatives are now the new um, you know, the, uh, pariahs in society, and we're being shunned at every single corner from, from our places of worship, from our protests, from every single thing, from uh, social media. We are being canceled, kicked off, and um, you know, labeled as the enemies of the state when uh, really we're just people who love God and love our, our God-given
0: rights. Right on and the other thing I would say to that is that those who accuse us of being the fascists there there's plenty of evidence by by your parties and uh your side I guess uh their actions as far as censoring us and as far as all the things you mentioned I mean that is the true fascist party side that is the it's not a battle of democrats and republicans it's a battle of good versus evil isn't it
5: It's, uh, you know, we learn from Christ that to overcome evil, you must do it with good. We can never stoop down to their level of name-calling, of, um, you know, these are our lost brothers. That's how I see even Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and these, um, you know, lost Democrats who are wandering. They're, they're the blind leading the blind, and, you know, it's our duty and our call from from. Christ our Lord and Savior to shine the light of God abroad on these people so that when they look at us and our you know our society like Florida for example I can't believe how anybody in California or Chicago um, could look down at Florida and the prosperity and the freedom they have there and not see the light of God um, shining and 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 glorify our Father in heaven for the good works that the people are doing down there governor DeSantis and um, all of the great patriots that have moved down there. And looking at their own way, they set up their little cities and societies over there and say, We're doing it wrong. We are living a life devoid of God, devoid of liberty, um, devoid of any human dignity, um, and not want to change. And so we need to keep on shining our light, staying strong in prayer, in worship, in praise. That's one of the most important things right now. Right now we're in a valley the shadow of the valley of death is, is I mean we're here um, but we still need to praise God and his goodness and his faithfulness to perform amazing things to do amazing things in our life I praise God every single day for um, all the little things I get from my family for the letters I get from the great Patriots from the donations from just this uh, interview right now this opportunity to reach the American people um, he still is working out everything for our good and we need to give him glory and praise him for the amazing things he's about to do for our country and thank him for the lives he's saving and the people he's bringing to the light and the people he's uh, letting change from their, their, their godless ways. Every single day, he's still saving lives, and so I um, I glorify God at all times, and, and let's do that as a country together.
0: Amen. I think you're right on with that. What, you know, one question I wanted to ask is, what is, for for somebody who deals with the law every day, your attorney, what is, what is his perception of what's going on in the country today? What does he communicate to uh, what he's seen? I've
5: got one of those very rare attorneys that actually cares about me. He's been my personal friend for um, over five years now in New York City. Um, a great man, his name is Stephen Metcalf. Um, he is actually the first attorney, uh, the Jan 6 attorney. He's gotten my 1512 charge dropped. Praise God. That's the um, obstruction of Congress charge. That's the most political based charge. What um, they blanketed, it's a 20 year felony, maximum sentence, um, that they've charged hundreds of innocent Americans with that charge, trying to intimidate them into these wicked plea deals. Like I said, mine's 108 months. He's never seen anything like this. He's never seen uh, plea deals like this. He's never seen people being rejected for bond who are, I mean, lifelong, um, amazing citizens. I mean, these are stand-up citizens. So many men that I've done time with, um, January 6th Patriots, they're fathers of three, four kids. They're firefighters. They're uh, ex-Marines. They're Green Berets. They're army rangers their medics these people are the salt of the earth and they don't have any criminal history a large majority of us including myself and we're being held um, with no bond no bail offered to us in these deplorable conditions and meanwhile we're reading every day on the news you know attempted murderer police shootout the home on home on $25,000 bond you know and he's got a rap sheet 27 prior arrest in New York and Chicago and L.A. All of these weak DAs that are letting true um, heinous criminals back out on the street in a revolving door. Meanwhile, these politically biased prosecutors and um, attorneys and DAs in uh, D.C. are holding us as hostages of the New World Order. And um, my, my lawyer is flabbergasted. He's never seen anything like it, and he thinks it's the most politically biased and heinous um uh, Uh, derision of of
0: justice he's ever seen. And I don't doubt that. I mean, every American can see the headlines. This week, we have uh, a gentleman with uh, 26 pounds of fentanyl who was let go, right? I mean, enough to kill millions of people, (laughs) right? Millions of people could die from that. And the border's wide open, and we all know why. And, uh, yeah, so what you're saying, I think we've all seen, and anybody who's honest, folks on the outside here, anybody who's honest knows that what you just said is, is absolutely 100% spot on and it is just another thing to be disgusted about and uh, sadly but appreciatively I have to say to you thank you so much for your service because what you're doing today is service to your country. What your attorney is doing is service to the country. What these other people doing are doing is treason and I believe that with my whole heart and uh, I want you to know that uh, there are patriots out here who are grateful, Jake.
5: Thank you. The Patriot Review is also doing a great service for our country. Without um, great patriots like you guys on the outside giving platform to the injustice that's happening in America, to uh, exposing the tyranny, exposing the swamp rats of Washington, D.C., um, we'd all be walking around blind just like they are, so you're doing amazing job too, and I and I have to reflect that, um, that that Thanksgiving back to you and what God's doing through your platform and waking people up. So I'm I'm just as proud as uh, <laughs> to be on here um, as as you are to to give me
3: the platform. So
0: thank you. Well, that humbles me because I'm just an average average person, but uh, <clears throat> you know I I have a problem just I have a problem looking at America today and and seeing what's going on. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to see what great people like yourself are going through, uh, you know. So, so I guess my prayer. Would you would you uh, lead lead us and my viewers in a prayer? My, my, my honor, um,
3: Father God, Lord Yahweh, we seek your we seek your heart today,
5: God, the most inner part of your spirit, Lord. Expose that to us, Father. Draw out the courage and the bravery of the American patriot, the layman, Lord. Raise him up to new heights in this country, God. Let every mouth proclaim your greatness across the whole heartland of this country. From Jesus' shining sea, Lord, let your glory be given to every single heart that seeks after you, God. We need you now more than ever to raise up a new generation of brave people who, use their heartbreak to push them forward, who use their isolation to grasp more hearts, who use their torture and their isolation, God, that you've given so many great patriots who don't deserve it. Use that to strengthen them and their families and the people that are surrounding them, Lord. Let them not grow apathetic or weary by the enemy's arrows and his darts, Lord. Let our shield of faith be raised up and sisters across the country, help us keep this shield of faith strong throughout these days of our tribulations and our trials, Father, that we're seeing from a wicked government, Lord. Institute a new government, push a new people forward that respect our laws and our constitution and our liberties that you have given us by your mighty hand, Father. God put Christ back in every single person's heart in this country from the broken hearted, to the addicts, to the criminals, to the politicians, to the, the justice department, people, Lord, all of the people that are so lost and malaligned, Lord, put them in right relationship with you, God. Let, let Christ come into their life and reveal to them a new way, a better way, the truth, the light, the way that gives them eternal life, God, gives them salvation, Father, we need these things and we
0: pray in deep, humble respect to you, Lord, and Yahweh, in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for doing that. For those of you that are out listening or watching and you are not Christian or you are on the the opposite side of the fence as, as January 6th goes, I implore you to understand that all we want is Our individual freedoms. We want our Constitution followed. We are not the violent ones. We We are not the violent ones. And I want you to please go to uh, Jake's website again and. and J6Truth.org. J6Truth.org, yes. And donate and and watch the videos that are there. Uh, I ask you, I implore you, please do that. Jake, uh, we're just about out of time. I got the one-minute warning. I want to say God bless you. Thank you. We're praying for you. Uh, we love you out here. We know what the truth is. You are not alone, sir.
5: Thank you so much. God bless you guys, all the listeners. and Thank you so much for this opportunity today. And um, We're going to keep on fighting, but there's no us, in us. You know, the fear does not live in the heart of a patriot. God bless America.
0: Amen. Okay. Amen, brother. Thank okay. you. So there you have it, Jake Lang, in his own words. Uh, we, uh, I have a couple of asks for you. First of all, the J6Truth.org website looks like what you see in the window next to me. So if you see that, that means you're on the right page. Check that out and please donate. You can also donate to the Patriot Review. Help help uh, me continue my show. That'd be appreciated. My website is RedBloodedPatriots with an S. RedBloodedPatriots.com. Also on the screen is you can see if you are seeing the video. Um, if you're not and you listen to the podcast again, that is redbloodedpatriots.com j6truth.org. A uh, couple of asks. Number one, to the DOJ and to the law enforcement officers and the um, lawyers and judges, my ask is just this, that we do as we promised. And we have equal treatment under the law. None of us are, are asking for the, uh, the lack of recognition of people who were violent that day. We all believe that the punishment should fit the crime, that equal, equal treatment under the law should be applied. And I ask you to find that in your hearts to recommit to doing just that those of you that are on the left and do not share my viewpoint or opinions about the events of that day my only ask is that we go we move from a place of us versus them to really looking at good versus evil and and asking that question as to what you're seeing where your loyalties lie and what the truth really is um, and those those are really it now. For those that you know uh, won't change and that are violating people's rights, uh, we are coming. We're coming peacefully, and we will be peaceful. We are peaceful people, but we are coming. And the elections, uh, the, the fraudulent election, will be recognized. And we believe, and we will follow through with our country and our constitution. We will, we will vote. We will have the majority. And we will do things in a nonviolent, peaceful way. And we will hold people to account. I believe that with all my heart. Please share this video. Please share the Patriot Review. Again, episodes 50 and 57. Both deal with January 6th. Please go back and look at that. Uh, J6Truth.org is a website to check out. Thank you all very much. And we will see you again next week.